Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Banwell. Appreciate you joining me again today on our chapter day journey. We're in 1 Kings chapter 10, and it was verse 23 that I pulled out today. It says, King Solomon was greater in riches and wisdom than all the other kings of the earth. Today's podcast is entitled, The Man Solomon. Solomon is one of the most intriguing characters in the entire great story. He inherited a kingdom from his father that stretched far enough in every direction to exploit trade routes from Africa to Asia. And Solomon obviously had a head for business, diplomacy, and trade, and he made the most of it. The description of his wealth and power in today's chapter is impressive enough to make a Russian oligarch envious. And it has led some to dismiss all of it as simply an exaggeration. I thought I might take this chapter of the journey on a bit of a trivial rabbit trail this morning, if you'll indulge me. Beyond the biblical account, Solomon's legend has ripple effects that are still felt today, believe it or not. I mean, a few people know about it. The story of Solomon and the Queen of Sheba in today's chapter has in particular impacted the nation of Ethiopia for centuries, as well as having that ripple effect in our popular culture to this day. Scholars debate who the Queen of Sheba really was, but centuries-old tradition in Ethiopia holds that she was a queen from a tribe in that region. And according to their tradition, the Queen of Sheba slept with Solomon and became pregnant by him on her visit. Now, this notion would not be a stretch of the imagination. I mean, Solomon had 700 wives. He had 300 concubines. So a one-night stand with a visiting female dignitary was certainly not out of the question for Saul. She purportedly gave birth to a son who, in Ethiopian tradition, became King Menelik. And the Solomon dynasty in Ethiopia ruled for centuries, until 1974, in fact. But the tradition gets even more strange. The Ethiopian tradition goes on to report that Menelik returned to Jerusalem to meet his father and that Solomon taught his son many things, sending him home with great riches, including the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, that Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, the Ark of the Covenant. And to this day, Ethiopians believe that the Ark of the Covenant and the tablets, the yeah, the Moses tablets of the Ten Commandments, are secretly held and maintained by priests there in a church in Ethiopia. Oh, and we're not done yet. The final emperor of the Solomon dynasty was a man named Haile Selassie. He died in 1974. And Rastafarians in Jamaica, notably reggae legend Bob Marley, believed that Selassie was God incarnate. Not only the descendant of Solomon, but the reincarnation of Jesus, a Messiah who would lead African peoples of the African diaspora to freedom. <laughs> so as I sit in the quiet this morning, 
I ponder once again this intriguing man named Solomon, whose legend still resonates in fascinating ways to this very day. Now, as I look back at historical figures, it's easy to want to place people in binary camps of either being a good person or a bad person. My experience with Solomon in church tradition and Sunday school and vacation Bible school, as I was raised, is that he's revered as a good person for his wisdom and his wealth. As I've observed in recent posts, I find Solomon to have had major flaws, blind spots. So does that make him bad? Well, as I mull it over, I, I think it makes him human. He was obviously gifted in many ways, and those gifts led to legendary earthly success revered by people to this day. His blind spots and his flaws doomed his kingdom to fall immediately after his death and doomed his country to splinter into a bloody civil war. But isn't that true of me? I have my gifts and abilities that have led to a relative measure of earthly success that I can point to. I also have my flaws and my blind spots, which have led to foolish choices and a relative measure of human failures, which I and many others <laughs> can point to. As a follower of Jesus, I'm called to use wisdom, like Solomon, in investing the former in growing and increasing measure of spiritual maturity and a legacy of love that will last after me, while using the same wisdom in minimizing the latter and the destructive fallout that follows. May I be diligent in that task. Hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll be back here tomorrow.